We're watching films on the toilet Cause that's what dads have to do When the movie's unsuitable for your kids Then pretend you need a number two If you need a break from your family or spouse There's a lavatorial picture house Watch Terminator 2 while you're sitting on the loo Enjoy the whole of Rambo 4 with your trousers on the floor We're watching films on the toilet How about you? going on? What's going down? Well, you know, tip, typical of us, uh, you, you won't know this because you're listening to this hot off the press, I'm guessing, as soon as it's dropped. Steaming. Because you can't, you can't wait for it. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> as a credit to us and our professionalism, we're recording this on a ruddy Friday night. A Friday party night. Usually, I think we've, we've talked a lot in the past about how much we like squash. Mm. We drink lots of squash, usually during this podcast. You, mostly. You drink a lot of squash. I, I drink squash. a lot of water. Yeah, I love squash. You drink a lot of squash. Mm. Yeah. Not competition, Ben. Um, but today... I didn't think it was, but well, you know, you're the one that's... I don't know, you got really defensive. You're just like, I don't drink squash. Yeah, but I don't. But you don't need to say, say it in that tone. You just, you're just like, I don't drink squash, I drink water. I don't know why... <laughs> I don't drink squash. Yeah, that was that was the energy you bought. You bought to that exchange. My monocle fell out when I said it. Oh, well, yeah, I don't drink squash. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. fine. I mean, it's one of those things. I don't think people people get offended. Yeah, it's fine. Anyway, why are we talking about squash? Because we're we're not drinking squash right now, are we? We're not drinking squash. We we're, <laughs> we're doing something we sort of promised that we never would do. Yeah. We're having a drink. We're having an actual, mm. an alcoholic drink, aren't we? We are, yeah. We're indulging ourselves. It's a Friday night. It's the end of a very long week. Mm. So why not? Who knows what's going to happen? What, so what are you drinking there, Ben? Young Ben? I'm drinking a vodka and Coke. It's your classic drink, isn't it? You love that drink. Mm. I'm drinking uh, Pims. I'm having Pims and lemonade, which is kind of like alcoholic squash, isn't it? Because you water it down with lemonade. So that tells you how much... How, how much I love squash. I'm having alcoholic squash. You could say that you're a pim head. <laughs> no, Ben, I wouldn't say that. No. You wouldn't say that? Because that would tie in nicely to the film we're talking about this week. But No. Do you want to talk, say what film we're talking about this week? And then maybe the, the listener can decide if you should have accepted No, that I don't want to not. do that either. No. <laughs> Listen, mate, you, you should never have crossed me with that whole squash comment earlier on. All right. Every joke or link you now try and make, I am going to ruin. Oh, good. So well done. Friday night, everyone. Yeah. I've... Friday night. Oh, this podcast, by the way, uh, we've got a celebrity to introduce it oh. this week. Oh, yeah. We've got, we've got Al Pacino. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, he's going to talk about what the podcast is about. Okay. Should we get him on? Should we get him yeah, on? Yeah, let's get him on. Couple of dads watching violent movies with their young kids. Can watch him there. So you gotta watch them. I'm tight. And that's it. Uh, thank you, Al Pacino. Anyway, this week we are talking, and you love it, Eamon. I know you're gonna love it. I already know you're gonna love it. Mm. Hellraiser 2022, because this will come out around Halloween time. Ooh. Oh. It's got, it's got ghosts in it. Ooh, God. <laughs> um, no, ghosts yeah. don't make that noise, Ben. <laughs> We should do one of those episodes where we go to a haunted house I'd love and do that. it from a haunted house. Yeah. Do you think you'd get freaked out? I'm not sure if If you... I was by myself, I would lose my mind with fear. But I think if you were there, I would turn that fear into ridicule. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is what we do, okay? Next Halloween, 
we both go to a separate no. haunted house. <laughs> okay. You can't do it in the same one. No. Or actually, oh, you go to a haunted house. I <laughs> stay at home. You get to do it at home. And I'll see how, how freaked you get. Right. Ben, have you got any correspondence? You know what, Eamon? I have. Last week, you attempted to start a beef yeah. between me and Ric Flair. Yeah. Um, because you know I'm, I'm mild-mannered. You are. I avoid conflict. But you mistakenly sent a letter to Rick Stein, the Cornish celebrity chef, fish chef. Rick tried his best to, to spark a, uh, a feud between us. Mm-hmm. I think he was reluctant. So I've written a reply to Rick. Oh. Because I, I, I'm trying, Eamon. I'm trying to, to kick it off. So it. let's see if this works. Let's see what, see what comes back. You ready? Yeah. Dear Rick. I hope you are well. Actually, sorry, I'm not allowed to say that. Dear Rick, I hope you are not well. Yes. Nothing too serious, I hope. No, let me start again. Dear Rick, I hope you have a mild cold or similar illness that you will recover from in the next few days. As I'm sure you're aware, my podcasting colleague Eamon has initiated a beef between us, which I'm contractually obliged to escalate. So I will attempt to do so. You were born in 1947. That makes you older than my dad, so you're pretty old. He also had both hips replaced, so I imagine you have orthopaedic issues too. Unlucky. (laughs) Ooh, right? (laughs) Rick, you only achieved E grades in your English and History A levels. You've managed to run a successful business for many years, so I'm sure you could have done better if you put your mind to it. Pity. That's a sick sick bird. Yeah. Yeah. How about this one? What about that well-publicized affair you had in 2002? That was a lapse of judgment, wasn't it? Thankfully, your ex-wife is still your business partner. (laughs) So I guess you both came to terms with it in the end. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. Okay, how about this one? Michael Keynes took over your restaurant in Porthleven, Cornwall, and he's won two Michelin stars. Perhaps he's a better chef than you are, Rick. Or... Maybe you're comfortable serving great <laughs> fish dishes at reasonable prices. <laughs> Finally, I had a go at cooking your Indonesian seafood curry with monkfish, squid and prawns. I enjoyed it, but my family thought it was too spicy. Thanks a lot, Rick. <laughs> okay, I hope we can bury the hatchet now that we've laid into each other, mm-hmm. as you're one of my favourite celebrity chefs. Mm-hmm. Take care, Ben. Wow, there's a big effort from you, Ben. I tried. Mm-hmm. I did try. Yeah. I mean, they're, yeah. they're quite mild, weren't they? They're certainly milder than his spicy Indonesian curry. They, they were. I mean, but I, I, it's Rick Stein. He's an old Cornish man. Didn't fancy... Um, he didn't really do anything wrong. I know. I, I, I see if I can get this phrasing right. He didn't fancy c***ing him off. <laughs> what a, yeah. Quite a you turn didn't of phrase there, Eamon. Um, no, not really. No. No, I didn't fancy... The fact... The, the beef was also accidental. If it had been Ric Flair, maybe it so, would have been different. But In a way, this is, this is yeah. almost worked out pretty well. So this is like a good starter beef, isn't it? This is your beef starter. Now we need to get onto your beef beef main. Yes, this is my beef... Um, starter. I just said it. Just beef starter. starter. Yeah. Uh, what's it, it called? When you, no, when beef you get starter. a taste for something. Beef starter? Fine, we'll go with beef starter. I'll think of it later. <laughs> and then beef beef main. Because that works, is, doesn't it? And also... Yeah, I've got a taste for beef now. So And then uh, beef pudding at the end. I don't know what that will be. 
Yeah, a bit of ice cream and beef. Yeah, maybe you should stop drinking. You ever had beef ice cream? Uh, I don't think that's a thing. Anyway. Hi, man. Yeah. Don't you have any correspondent? Oh, I like that voice. What's that voice there? Keir Starmer. <laughs> that's exactly yeah. how he sounds, yeah. Mm-hmm. I do have some uh, correspondence. I've got a voice message. Oh, I love a voice mm. message. Yeah. Okay. Guess I'll just read it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a voice message. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll just press press play. Yeah. Here we go. Here I am pressing play. Click. Dear watching films on the toilet, I'm writing in because I took great offence at your stereotype of South Africans in the podcast before last. Is a quick reminder for the listeners who might have forgotten, you're talking about the dead female wrestler China. The fact she'd done so many steroids, she'd grown a tiny duck. For some reason, you decided to say it in a South African accent. Is it because the word duck sounds a little bit like the word duck in a South African accent? I'm fucking sick of it, bro. The South African accent is not that funny. Even if the word is duck, twit, or prick, or a phrase like doctors, which we use all the time. For example, I haven't seen your pair of doctors. So stop asking. If this was any other accent, you'd be cancelled in an instant, bro. But it's okay to take the piss out of a South African accent. Maybe it's payback for all the racism we did. You guys are a fucking pair of doctors. And then that's the, that's the end of the message. Mm. Oh, dear. Doctors. I didn't realise that was a, uh, a phrase. Yeah. Oh. Uh, mm. neither did I. Mm. I didn't either. Whew. Yeah. Wow. There we go. Wow. So, didn't leave his name. How his name. So that was just a, just a South African man. Just a, an actual yeah. actual South African man. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That is the funny thing, isn't Wow-y. it? You can you can do the South African accent and and you get away with it scot free. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Mm. To be quite honest, I'm not sure. You seem to think so, so... Well, um, I need, I've only done it that one time. Maybe if we run it by the watching films on the toilet lawyers... Yeah. Then we'll see. Anyway, right. in the meantime... Give me all you got! Oh? Give me all you got! The Al Pacino's popped up again. He's popped up. There he is. He's it's gone, Al. And he's gone. And he's gone. I guess Al's looking forward to some toilet news. He is. It's interesting, isn't he? Like, I, I think he's born in New York. Mm. Is, is that right? But he, he has like a bit of... A little bit like Cajun. Oh, yeah, nah, nah. It's sort of cum. When you yeah. hear him talk, nah, like a Creole. Yeah, where is that come Yeah, where is that come from? It was when he did, I think it was like a Godfather reunion or something. And he was, yeah. uh, and, oh, on the set, we had a lot of really good times. <laughs> had a fun time. It was yeah, really, it's yeah. really weird affectation. I'm assuming he doesn't live in like New Orleans or something. But like that's that his. Days. It's the many voices of Al Pacino. You got the Godfather when he's all screaming. Yes, yeah, he's totally and like. Yeah, and now he got that kind of thing going on. It's very it's strange. strange. It's weird, isn't it? Strange. Anyway. But yeah, anyway, thank you, Al Pacino, for doing those three different voices. Yes. Of your career, thank very you good. for that. Al. Very good. Appreciate mm. it. Anyway. Toilet news. Okay. Toilet news. So this is a new story. Uh, Eco-protesters left without toilet facilities after gluing themselves to the floor in Volkswagen factory. (laughs) 
Okay. Right, so nine protesters in Germany have been left raging at the lack of toiletry facilities provided to them for the duration of their demonstration. The okay. demonstrators from the group Scientist Rebellion have glued themselves to the floor in the Volkswagen factory in a climate change protest. Right. The group of activists claimed the car maker accepted their right to protest but left them in a difficult predicament by refusing, by refusing to provide them with a bowl to urinate and defecate in a decent manner. Decent? Well, yeah, one of the protesters, uh, Gianluca Grimalda, said on Twitter, uh, they refused <laughs> They refused our request to provide... Sorry. Hang on, where did this go from? This is German, man. <laughs> I know, I know, sorry. Um, <clears throat> one of the protesters, uh, Gianluca Grimalda, said on Twitter, they refused our request to provide us with a bowl to urinate and defecate in a decent manner while we are glued <laughs> and have turned off the heating. So... It's an interesting one, isn't it? It's like they're cross That's, because they're not, yeah. not being... But also, yeah. like, how dignified is doing a poo whilst your hand is glued to, to the floor? It's not. It is not decent in any even way. If you, even if you have a bowl, it's not going to be that. I'm thinking, like, one hand, bowl. No, it's just gross. And you're all, they're all glued together. I mean, look, if they want to protest, that's fine. You know, fight your cause. But... Don't expect to be comfortable. That's, that's not part of it. It's weird, isn't it? You lack the courage of your conviction, sir. That's what I would say to them. You would, well, and, and you should. Yeah. So if you, is that what you, just shit your pants? <laughs> 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 oh, I caught, I caught Ben mid-drink there. Yeah, maybe spit my drink. Best, <laughs> best time to get him. Maybe spit my drink a bit. Yeah. Um, if I had set my heart on gluing myself to the floor, which is pretty hardcore, I must say, um, mm. then, yeah, I think I'd be resolved to the fact that I was there for the duration and what's going to happen is what's going to happen. Maybe what they should have done is uh, superglued their bum hole and will shut <laughs> before they, they superglued their what? <laughs> you know, before... <laughs> before... <laughs> Before they super glue their hand to the floor. Glued their will <laughs> shut. <laughs> it's technical. That's a technical term, isn't wow. it? Wow. I was thinking they yeah. could have human centipeded and that way. So then it'd only be one poop. There'd only be one. Uh, and that also, you know, you start with the guy who needs it most. Mm. By the time you get to the end, protest's probably over. Yeah. Or maybe you did it sort of daisy chain style. Yeah. So they were in a big ring. Mm. There'd be no mess whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... I'm not sure what kind of message that was sending if you, if you <laughs> broke into a factory and started shitting into the mouth of your fellow protester. I, d I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think people just I think like, it oh, would be oh, a, God. a pretty significant statement, actually. I think that would make more impact yeah. than gluing yourself to the floor. Look at what we're willing to do for the cause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In fairness, I, I might be like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. If you stop, if you stop doing, okay. If you stop doing that, I'll, I'll stop yeah. making cars. Yeah. Please just get out. Okay, great. There you go. Toilet news there. Right. Hell Razor. Mm. 2022. This is the reboot. How did you see it? Uh, the normal way. The normal way. Yeah. Same. Same. We, uh, what did Dothy drinketh for me? Well. You want a coffee? That was, oh, hey, hey, Al. That was, Al, Al popped in again. There he is. There he is. Um, it wasn't a coffee, but. 
Good guess. Or was it coffee? I was trying to think of the most evil drink. Oh. Like uh, what the most evil drink was. And uh, I couldn't think of anything. I thought, oh, if I say uh, say wine, because I think it's pretentious, then I might get yeah. a few backs up. Because I think wine wine is horrible. It's all, it's all a bit sour. So you drank some wine? No, no, I couldn't find the thing as funny. So in the end, I just drank a, a big, big load of Tipex. <laughs> oh, good. Good. Mm. I mean... They're quite small bottles. How many did you drink? Twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Mm. You know how like Actimels are really Moorish? Yes. It's the same thing with those little bottles of Tipex. Who knew? Yeah. Num, num, num. Once you get that taste. Yeah. So it's just, uh, I pierce a hole in the bottom. Yeah. Then open the top. It helps you chug it down quicker. Oh, like you, <laughs> like you'd, um, like when you get a beer can, exactly stab the bottom, right. don't you? And then... Yeah, you can Throw do the same back. with, with uh, Tipex. Stab it yeah. with a compass, I'm guessing? Of course, yeah. You were in a classroom at the time, right? I was doing it in a, in a uh, year eight maths classroom. <laughs> year, year eight maths. Compass in the bottom, chug it down yeah. 12 times. Chug it down. Yeah. yeah. And then um, it's like, it literally like flew out of the room by the end. I remember just... when we went to school together, you always used to say, if ever I had a little bottle of Tipex, you'd nudge me, give me a little elbow, get, give me a taste. Go on, mate. Give us a little, oh, just a little bit. Come on, just mate. Give us a little taste. It's cold. It's cold. Give us a little bit. Give us bit a sip. We'll warm us up. Made your teeth really white. Fooled my dentist for years. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> also made you violently ill. You, you weren't at school for quite a while, but beautiful yeah, white done. teeth. Yeah, I kept doing these brilliant white vomits. Like yellow, gaunt skin, mm. uh, big droopy eyes, but mm-hmm. brilliant white teeth. That's it. Like uh, like if Tom Cruise was to do that um, Dallas Cowboy role that Matthew McConaughey did. Is that the one where he uh, he got all thin and... Oh, the Dallas Buyers Club, yeah. Dallas Buyers Club, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> I reason I was confused, Dallas Cowboys are an American football team. So yeah, like, like if Tom Cruise was to play for the Dallas Cowboys. That's right, yeah. Bright white teeth and his gaunt face. Well, I'm afraid he, he wouldn't last very long because uh, the sports people notoriously uh, hate murderers. <laughs> so uh, he, he would have been, Ooh, they would have chinned like him. Another, another little chat with the films on the toilet lawyer there. Yeah. Oh, how long? You've got a minute and eight seconds. All right, cool. I'll give it a go. Three, two, one, go. So, our protagonist is Riley, an addict who stumbles upon a mysterious puzzle box like Christmas, except this one has a big spike that pops out when you try to solve it and uses your blood to open a portal to another dimension where a gang of mutilated demons called Cenobites chain you up and rip you to pieces like Christmas. Anyway, when Riley goes on a massive bender, her brother has a play with the cube and ends up getting sucked into hell. Riley attempts to track down the previous owner of the box and meets the pin-headed leader of the Cenobites who tells her if she keeps sending unsuspecting cube spike victims to the hell dimension, she'll get to make a wish. Like, can you bring my brother back to life? Or can you put a massive gold accordion in my chest? Like the previous owner of the box (laughs) received when he wished for sensation. As the Cenobites close... In on Riley and her pals, she finds that her boyfriend, who nobody liked, knew about the box all along, so she chooses him as her final sacrifice for the hell dimension and makes her wish, which is for nothing. Knowing the Cenobite's gifts are properly cursed, she just goes home instead to live with a lot of guilt and a dead brother. Meanwhile, Gold Accordion Man exchanges his gift and gets his skin peeled off like an orange so he can become one of the Cenobites. Lucky the end. Oh, dear. <clears throat> the minute in 21. 
Ah, a little bit long. You lost it there, man. You, you knocked me off my track. <laughs> <laughs> the gold accordion is such a brilliant description of what that the mental thing is. So, Hellraiser. Now, I think we can go in by saying this is definitely not the type of movie you would choose to watch, right? Ever. No, never. <laughs> I've ever watched this. Ever. So what is it about this type of film that generally puts you off? I know people often say things like uh, roller coasters, you know, uh, it's, it's all about feeling, feeling fear. Yeah. But I kind of feel like that's more like exhilaration. For horror films, I think, is just about feeling fear, d- detached of any sort of feeling of exhilaration. And it's, you know, that, that sense of dread. And I just think, why would you invite a sense of dread mm. into into your life if you could possibly avoid it. No, the roller coaster thing it is a bit different. You do get that exhilaration. I don't know. Anyway, I really like that horror movie feeling. I do like being scared. I can't mm. say I was scared by this. I really didn't didn't feel scared by this because it's more about disgust, I think, creating feelings of disgust with the, the gore. Mm. I, I think the most effective sort of horror films are, are, are sort of conceptually you know it's a concept that scares you yeah so for example the babadook was all about depression yes and and so felt really real whereas this was just like it's a haunted puzzle box it's just stupid like there's <laughs> i'm not going to feel scared by that it even has a little knife in it it's, you it's dumb. you haven't seen the original hellraiser have you no because that is very it's a lot weirder than this is the first hellraiser is very unsettling because of the very odd imagery and these kind of, mm. yeah, weird leathers and creepy looking characters. Whereas this, I think it suffered from that that contemporary, very clean film look, which I don't think works very well when you've had your skin ripped off. It shouldn't be clean. It should be ugh, nasty. You know what I mean? I liked the story. I liked the use of the box. I thought it was a cool... You know, the fact that you had these six configurations and she had to sacrifice six people. I I thought that was cool. I wanted to see what happened to them next. I like the part where he stabbed that girl in the back with the box. Suddenly it was used as a weapon. Who would you send to the hell dimension if you if you had to? You got to sacrifice, you know, obviously you got to send people wow. there to get your prize, right? You get your prize yet? Um, <laughs> Uh, if anyone gets that reference, gold star for you because yeah. that is that is properly obscure. <laughs> yeah, that is. Yeah, but yeah. go on. <laughs> they used to give you something made of metal. Now you get us a f-ing snake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're on fire today. Oh, man. Um, go on. Who would I'll you tell send? you why? Tell you why. Well, I'll tell you what I hate more than anything is uh, impolite restaurant patrons. So of course bloody james corden of course it would be james corden right he'd go straight there did you see have you seen that news story about um I, I still i've seen the headline i haven't read the actual story so he's he was caught out wasn't he being rude and he's what, what is it yeah he was in this kind of trendy place and twice now he was basically rude to, to the staff and then the, the owner because he can't help it because he's just horrible. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. the owner publicly banned him. Right. On like Instagram or something like that. And everyone was just like, I can't believe James Corden's terrible. I where have they been? I can't believe Liz Truss isn't Prime Minister anymore. She's doing <laughs> such a good job. I didn't think a fat man could be bad. <laughs> Amen. That's not why we criticise him, is it? You can criticise him for it in the knowledge that he is bad. <laughs> 
right. Yeah. I'm not sure how to argue with that. I'm still not sure if it's true. But anyway, let's move on. Um, I think I'd send... I think I'd send Liam Payne. And that's appropriate, right? That's appropriate. Liam Payne. It's almost like he's asking for it. I'll be completely honest with you. I didn't want to go to the Hell Dimension, but I'm going. And then I get ripped apart. It'd be brilliant. Jack Whitehall, he could go to hell as well. Jimmy Carr? Yeah, you know, Jimmy Carr is the kind of person who, who would end up becoming a Cenobite. He definitely would. He looks like a Cenobite. Um, David Attenborough? <laughs> oh, oh, Eamon, that's so cold. He'd, he'd be interested in it. He would, he would, that exactly, mm. it'd be of interest to him. Do you think that would be a good way for him to end his life? I think he would be uh, pretty grateful. All right, he's on the list. Number six. He's on the list. The Queen. <laughs> She's dead. Uh, the King. Yeah, okay. Your mum? No, the King. Your mum. The King. Mm. I've changed my mind, your mum. The King. We'll send the King, okay? Okay. Who's your favourite son of she had like a, a co- coat hanger on, on her she head. She did, yeah. Do you like and her? And her chest sort of been... I didn't like her. <laughs> I just think that it, that's the problem with this film is they've spent clearly a ton of time like in the art department coming up with these really creative, mm. horrible looking demons. And that it's they've done a brilliant job. I think it, it looks great. It did look great. But... They need to match that look with some kind of like profound cosmic horror. Yeah. Like in, instead of just going, uh, <laughs> why don't you uh, try this puzzle out and hope you don't get stabbed with a tiny knife inside? It's quite a big, quite a big spike. But do you know? Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. They have streamlined it and mainstreamed it. I quite enjoyed the structure of it as a as a mainstream horror. I found it enjoyable, but yeah, it it wasn't weird enough. And that's what makes the first one. It's really odd. And that's mm. why it's so unsettling. But yeah, without this, as you say, cosmic horror with the pretty straightforward plot, it's, it, is, it is all a little generic. Do you think it would have been better if instead of that uh, box, it was like a, a haunted game of operation? Oh, what like? So you have to remove six bits? Yeah, if you don't remove like the rib, your rib gets removed. It's a good aim. That's a good horror movie. If you do uh, Buckaroo, an evil donkey. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe the Operation one. Let's keep going. Oh, you're going to... Um, okay. Any... Snap. Snap. Evil Snap. What about um, Hungry Hippos? That's yeah, a good just one. like four rabid hippos and they're mm-hmm. just going to eat you. They eat all your big uh, white balls. Man, that would be annoying. Oh, that would be annoying, wouldn't it? It could be evil monopoly, and everyone's mortgage could get more expensive. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, that's already happening. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies to anyone on a variable rate mortgage. What would be your Cenobite MO? Or, uh, let me rephrase that, what would be your Cenobite MO? I drink all your squash. You do? I mean, in terms of like your mutilated form, what would you look like? Have all squash bottles smashed into me. Oh, just like a big glass of squash, like stuck to your hand. Instead of fists, it would be pint glasses of squash. Because you have one stuck in your mouth permanently, so you actually couldn't drink it. It was just always swilling back and forth into your mouth. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) You've actually taken my whimsy and turned it into something properly horrifying. Yeah, that's pretty nasty, isn't it? 
Mm. Okay, that's your Cenobite more. Yeah, what would yours be? Well, I thought, I thought the idea of having a closed mouth is pretty awful. We can't eat, can you? You also can't speak. No. It would be mercy, mercy for everyone else. We wouldn't do talking. If, if, if I was caught up with some of these pesky Cenobites, mm. I think I, I'd have a sneaky suspicion. I think my wish is going to, in some way, blow up in my face. Why do you think that? Do you know what I mean? They spent, if they spend like all their time like killing people and sending them to hell, yeah. And then they go, um, oh, what, what would you like? And you go, oh, can I have, uh, can I have a big house and car? And like, yeah, yeah, no problem. Is yeah. that what you want? Yeah, here you go. I just want like unlimited ice cream for life. Yeah, yeah. no problem. Yeah, there you go, mate. Ice cream would have razor blades in it, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, that he, it was very naive, yes. that guy, to think that his wish would be like, have whatever you want. Yeah. So, of course, it's going to be like a trick wish. It's not going to be a good idiot. price. Ah, it's a silly price. Yeah. The accordion. It's a bad yeah. price. But other, others were life, knowledge, and love. Interesting what the love one would have been. You might be wedded to some grim, mutilated Cenobite person, maybe? I don't know. Or, or your or your mum. You had to marry your mum. You had to marry your own mother. That would be... Your, no, no, your <laughs> mum. Mom, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Sorry. <laughs> <sighs> Sigh. Right. Okay. Eamon. Mm, hello. Would you? I haven't considered this. I need to think yeah. about this. This is one of the things I need to plan. Like mm. I do. I write things before these episodes, but I always forget this. Would you... Flush this film away like a victim. Sorry, I'd flush it away. <laughs> Should I not bother? Yeah, go on. It's the best bit. Oh, go. It is the best bit. Go on. Sorry. Would you flush this? Maybe do it as Al Pacino. Should we get Al, Al to do this bit? <laughs> Al. Right. Here he comes. Ho-ha! <laughs> okay. Would you uh, flush this film away like a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> victim of the hell cube gets torn apart by the chains or are you <laughs> fish it out like a cube getting fished out of shipping container what can I do yeah that was, there he is he's gone he's, he's gone. gone again Put him on the spot there, that, didn't we? We didn't did, we? He, he did a we he did a great job. <laughs> I mean, not only did not only did Al had to speak, uh, you know, which is hard for him. He had which, to yes. he had to come up with um, different That's right. different words. So that was it was very challenging for him. Th- thinking and speaking is something <laughs> that he notoriously struggles. Yes. With. Okay. So you flush this. I flush. I this. would actually. I I would fish it out. Would you? I would. I enjoyed it. I know that hmm. I yes, it was very flawed, but I quite liked it. I really liked the the Cenobites. I thought they looked good. Mm. It was clean, but yeah, I liked the lean sort of uh, the streamlined take on the on the law. And I quite liked Goran becoming Cenobite at the end. I thought that was a cool scene. Do you think that's a setup for a sequel? Yeah, definitely. And I thought the accordion through his body was ridiculous. It was silly, but, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was fun. I, I I enjoyed it. I wasn't disappointed. Mm. I can I can off the top of my head. I think a much better example of like living in perpetual pain. Yeah, is the end of being John Malkovich. Yeah, where the yeah. John Cusack character is forced to see the, the life 
of uh, the woman he, he uh, loves through the eyes of someone else and through which he has no control. Yeah, that's that's definitely That torture. is like profoundly moving and, and torturous. Yes. Like, and that's in, in a comedy film. In this one, they were like, mm, what would be really painful? Could it be something like that? Nah. F***ing gold accordion <laughs> through the chest. Pulling off his nerves. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe could have done a bit of, bit of character work there, couldn't they? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Uh, it still means we didn't both agree. So it's not... So he's getting flushed. It's getting but it's not going in the macerating toilet of despair. No. No. So it's just having a no. flush. So let's flush it which ironic, Which, ironically... It would like, it would like it? that, wouldn't it? It would like to get all like mashed that. up. Yeah, mm. but it's not going to, I'm afraid. So let's. Oh, go on. But in a way, it would like that as well, wouldn't it? It's being denied that pain, which is in another form <laughs> of pain. So it would quite like that. So are we giving it what he wants or not? It's having its cake and eating it. This film, isn't it? He, apparently, yes, it is. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, let's flush it. Bye, Hellraiser. All right. <laughs> Bye, Hellraiser. Yeah. Right. right. Top, top fave. Fives. Top fave. So this week, top fave. We mm. are going to guess each other's top five movies on a particular theme or subject. This week, it is our favourite recastings of mm. characters. Now, Eamon. Hello. Is there anything we want to clarify before we go in here? Yes, there is. Okay. I feel like it should be unexpected recastings so for example i don't think something like james bond should count okay that's making my <laughs> choices quite difficult and very limited but then is that recasting though like i i always think it's like uh oh, okay, okay you can you can count you can count that if you want as long as i know as long as it's not like saying uh let's choose films who's definitely got treasure in and then, <laughs> then choosing one that doesn't i suppose that's my uh, top main bone of contention he's a bony Okay, cool. Right, you lost last week. You mm. go. Let's see where we're going with this because I have no idea, and we'll probably fall out about it. James James Bond. Which one? Yeah, I think it's going to be between Timothy Dalton, and Daniel Craig. I'll say Daniel Craig. Yeah, Daniel Craig. Yeah. 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 I like that. I like I, I like Daniel Craig as Bond. Do you know what I loved about that? What? That James Bond when he uh, got in the ball bag with that big rope. I know we love that scene. It's brilliant, isn't it? With Mads. Mads is going. Uh, I've tired of big knot in this rope and I'm going to swing it I'm going to swing it into your <laughs> ball sack bro and you're not going to like it very much when this knot hits your ball sack I remember that was Mads recast as well he was yeah it was uh, FWD clerk <laughs> was, was recast <laughs> it's uh, yeah. it's that character yeah okay right your turn oh god I don't know what you've chosen Amy. a Batman no so you wouldn't you haven't chosen any of these ones I'd say that there's there's okay there's there's uh, one one from a franchise there's two two from from franchise films and well actually there's four four from franchise films <laughs> one one is a main role from a franchise films there and there's three which is supporting characters from franchise films there we go come on okay right can I have another go then no no yeah you can have a guess you have another guess okay how about um Christian Bale in Terminator yeah is John that, Connor yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. All right, one each. All right, this is a duplicate. Hannibal Lecter. Mm, hell yeah. Okay, all right, your choice. This is hard, mate. Joker. No. Okay. Are you going from Jared Leto to... Uh... 
I was going from Jack to Heath. But then beyond that, oh God, Leto, no, shut up. And the, le- and the what's he called? It's gonna Dunkirk to die, lad. It was him, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, what's, what's his, his name? name? The fellow that's in everything. He's the, uh, he's the, he's the Irish fellow, yeah. Yeah. You're gonna get blinded and then you'll die on, on my boat. <laughs> he coming? <laughs> in fairness, if you went from old Jared Leto to Joaquin Phoenix. No, that is actually good. I like him. But that's to be, this is why this is difficult, I think, because is that really, that feels like so, such two completely different films. I mean, right? there's, you know, there's a different, um, almost different universe, a different, uh, different interpretation of, uh, of the character. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's disturbing. Right. So. That sounds like a uh, noise a Cenobite would make. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Number three. Right. Number you might three. win here, buddy. If you get yeah. this, you've won. Okay, this is a duplicate. Mm-hmm. Uh, War Machine in uh, the Marvel movies. No, I did not pick that. But he's a lot better, Don Tiddle, than old uh, Ter- Terrence. Um, what's his face? I think he was a bit difficult. Yeah. He's... He hasn't been around a lot since, has he? Well, he did. Uh, he's in that. Is it Empire? Yes. Yeah, and did you did you hear that thing that he he's claimed to invent a new form of maths? <laughs> like he's he's gone he's oh. gone down some weird rabbit hole where he he thinks he's invented a new form of maths. This is what he said. Okay, if one times one equals one, that means two is of no value because one times itself has no effect. <laughs> one times one equals two because the square root of four is two. So what's the square root of two? Should be one. But we're told it's two, and that cannot be. <laughs> so that's right. He thinks one times one has to be two. That's that was it. Oh God! Right, go on. So you need to get this. Oh no! Hulk. No. Ugh. And I, I looked at that, Ugh. and I, I actually think Edward Norton is a much better actor than Mark Ruffalo. Really? Yeah. I d- much, much better. Better actor possibly, but I like I like Mark Ruffalo Hulk. Okay, okay oh, so. loser, loser. Yeah. What? Well, I think you can blame the uh, the category there. Yeah, it's very poorly chosen. Shush. What were your choices? <laughs> yes, yeah, so I had War Machine, Don mm-hmm. Cheadle, Hannibal Lecter, Anthony Hopkins. I had Rachel Dawes. Mm. So Maggie Gyllenhaal, I thought was much better than old uh, Katie Holmes. Yeah. Christian Bale is John Connor, and this is this is the kind of slightly odd one, but um, uh, Emperor Palpatine from Star Wars in the first in the very first film, it's not Ian McDiarmid, it's someone else, it's a lady playing yeah. playing the Emperor. So um, I chose that one. He's good, isn't he? So I'm going to literally cut your face <laughs> with my fingers. Yeah, that's that is what he said. Yeah, yeah. Your faith in your friends is yours. So what were yours then? Joker, Lecter, Bond, um, Spider-Man. Which one? Garfield to Tom Holland and Hulk, Ed Norton to Ruffalo. Oh, you seen that incredible Hulk? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> my favourite Marvel villains, the Hulk. Anyway, right. Okay. Fine. So, forfeit for old Ben. What? What's it going to be, Hellraiser base forfeit? 
I mean, there's lots of obvious ones, aren't there? But yeah. we're contrarians, aren't we? We're not going to we're not going to do the obvious. Um, let's play the accordion. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'll give it a go. Good stuff. And uh, I believe you had to do the forfeit last week, which was, of course, uh, finding some gold. Yeah, which sounds really unfair now. Well, mm. yeah, that's true. And let's see what happened. So my search for gold has led me to an old mining town just outside of Texas. I'm just waiting to meet one of the miners who's apparently going to help me. Well, hello there. Oh, hi. You must be Billy. Ben, actually. The name's Chimp. Chimp proudly. So I hear you're looking for gold. Well, Chimp, I... Then you've come to the right place. I've been in the gold trade my whole life. Don't believe me? No, no, I do believe Look you. Look at my teeth. Hmm? And all my gold rings. Heck, I even got a couple of gold ribs. And a gold pelvis where my bone pelvis used to be. Wow. Ain't much good for walking. But that's the price you pay for a million dollar body. Absolutely. Now, if you want to find gold, you're going to have to use dynamite. Did you bring any dynamite, Billy? N- no, but Don't I... Don't worry now. I got enough dynamite in my truck to take down a Godzilla. You know Godzilla's not real, right? So all we need to do is light this here stick of powder... Throw it at those rocks over there. That fuse is getting quite small, too. And you'll be replacing body parts with gold before you can see. Chimp? Oh, God. Uh, turns out he really did have a gold pelvis. I'm pretty sure he'd want me to have it. So, uh, I'll just be on my way. Cool. So, there it is. Eamon, what are we watching next time? Okay. Uh, we're going to be watching The uh, the Banshees of Inner Sheeran. Ooh, the, the Banshees of John. Ed Sheeran. Yep. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Sounds good. There's a great anti-Irish rhetoric there. Um, it's from Martin McDonough, the, uh, the British-Irish director and writer mm. who is uh, just crushing it. Done those Crush. brilliant films. Crushed it. Ah, he's the, crushed it. He's crushed all the, crushed all the films. He's good at the films, isn't he? You want some He's anti-Irish done... rhetoric, so let's, there you let's go. take it. For, let's, let's go. Let's really let's lean go. into it. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. Excellent. Okay. Excellent. That'll be, that'll there be we nice. Go. Good. Well, there we go. We've mm. made it through. The, Covered uh, a lot of ground there. Slightly intoxicated. Yeah. What I was worried about did happen from my performance point of view, which is since I have a drink, I get... Very excited and, and giggly for a little bit, and mm. I just gradually get really tired. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that did happen, didn't it? it I did. just kind of maintained my usual excitable self. I think I did. You sort of maintained quite you. well, didn't I? Didn't I do well? Just, you did really well, mate. Thank you, mate. Thank You're you, really mate. good. Thanks. You're really good at this. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. And, uh, Appreciate and that. Well, and well done. Ah, oh, thank you. I take that on board. Yeah. Well done. Hey, mate. Well done for being good. Thanks, mate. Uh, if mm. we listen, you've listened to this, go back and listen to our other podcasts, write a review, speak to us, yeah. do us, do us a solid, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll see you next time. See you next time. Yeah. I guess all that's left to be said is uh, keep flushing. Okay. Do you want Al to do a big keep flushing? Yeah, yeah why not? Yeah. 
Keep flushing!